The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This hour is sponsored by Full Life Chiropractic. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, everybody. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. Dayton's all news and talk is 1290-957-WHIO. Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living a Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make this happen. So I wanted to uh, reach out to you guys today and uh, talk about uh, just continuing the this topic of coronavirus. Once again, I'm not going to uh, stop talking about it until everybody's aware of what um, obviously is going on and what you can do uh, to continue to protect yourself. So today I'm going to be focusing on actually coronavirus isolation and immunity and uh, also talk about a little bit about the immune system more so than I have already in the past about, you know, natural immunity versus acquired immunity and a lot of the different things that are actually, uh, you know, coming down the pike regarding, uh, you know, ways to protect ourselves and, and things that other countries are doing, like Sweden. So we're going to be covering, covering a lot of uh, information, and I'm just going to uh, just really educate you guys and uh, just bring you up to speed as to what you could be doing and just continue to inform you because clearly it is important to be informed and make decisions based on true data and information rather than guesstimation uh, uh, and anything else like that. So as always, I want to thank you for joining me. You can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com, A-S-K-D-R-J-U-A-N.com. You can also find us uh, by calling our office at 937-552-7364, press option 2. Team is standing by, ready to answer your questions about this topic or any topic we covered in the past. So as always, I like to get started by sharing uh, with you my story and why it is that I uh, get on radio every single weekend, educate people and encourage people and empower people uh, through through this message of health and healing and transforming your health from within naturally. And the reason I'm so passionate about doing that and, and just educating every single week, week in and week out uh, for the last two plus years, uh, I think that's the count right now. So it's simply because of my mom. My mom, uh, six years ago, in February of 2014, my mom called me to tell me she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer. Of course, she starts crying because that's a devastating, uh, you know, diagnosis. I start crying since my mom is my hero. Of course, uh, my father passed away when I was 18 years old on Christmas Eve. Uh, and my mom, once again, this is my rock. So I got at that time and I'm like, you know what, you know, I don't know what to do, mom. Um, you know, as far as my parents, you're the only one left. Uh, I don't know what to do, but I know one thing. I know God put an amazing power in your brain. If your brain and your body are communicating 100%, it ought to function and heal at 100%. So mom, let's get your spine checked and figure out what we can do to actually get you help and keep you keep you well. She says, okay, fair enough. So we, we take some x-rays. We saw that my mom had lost 100% of the curve in her neck. Her neck is supposed to be a 45-degree angle. My mom had zero degrees, which is not normal. In the upper back, my mom had upper back pain, neck pain, headaches, basically my entire life that I remember. And every single time she went to the doctor, she got a drug uh, as a solution. And when we saw her x-ray in that upper back portion, she had a bend in her spine there um, that is not normal. So once again, two areas that are you know compromised, not functioning normal. There's no way my mom was going to ever develop health. 
in the route she was going. She was only headed towards the seas, which rears ugly head in the form of cancer. So the, the reason why I'm, I'm here and I'm educating you guys and uh, is for the simple reason that some of you have more people that you want to be uh, with, that you want to love and take care of and see for the rest of your life. And that's your children, grandchildren, aunts, uncles, uh, mom and dad and grandparents. You want to spend time with those people you love. And that's the reason why my mom decided to take that fork in the road to do something different. My mom decided to say, you know what, enough is enough of my really, really crappy mentality, my really crappy, uh, you know, a lifestyle of eating sugar and doing the wrong thing. I'm doing something different. I'm going to take care of my health because my grandchildren are more important than me being sick. So I'm going to take care of myself so I can be there for them. Uh, because of that, my mom is still alive today. She drew that line in the sand. She made a choice. She said, I am in charge of my health, not my doctor, not my insurance, not anything else. I am in charge of my health. I'm going to take care of my health. And she started to do that. And because of that, once again, she's still alive. So uh, with that said, that's the reason why I want to encourage you and implore you and encourage you and really just equip you with the latest and greatest information. And once again, it's not like I'm telling you, hey, you know, call us right now and come to our office, X, Y, and C. Of course, there's a completely different, you know, air of energy in the world right now. Uh, Of course, things are different, but the reality is this. I can still give you tips for you to do something to prevent yourself from not not only just getting the coronavirus. If you get it, recover from it really fast and boost your immune system uh, naturally with you know different supplements and foods and 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 habits like working out and stuff like that. But ultimately, just equipping your body to be able to withstand any other pandemic in the future. And the thing is this though: um, there's two choices. You can be scared, or you can be hopeful. Or you can be worried, or you can be faithful. Whatever it is, right? So the, the reality is this: so my my wife and I, Dr. Whitney and I, we are at peace. It's not that we're not scared. Uh, and I don't even want to use the word scared. Uh, it's not that we're not worried. I'm actually, I'm more worried about what is happening to our community, what is happening to our community uh, psychosocially, meaning that people are no longer going to be okay with uh, shaking a hand when you come to church. People are no longer going to be okay with giving you a hug, uh, even though you're a slight stranger. Right now, you got kind of like this potential aura of bad uh, juju around you, known as the virus. So I'm going to go ahead and protect me, protect you and protect everybody else, which I get. I understand the whole reasoning behind it. But once again, the world is changing as we see it, as we saw it. Right. So the, the reality is this, though. My wife and I are at peace. Uh, yes, I'm worried about the economy. I'm worried about all those other things. Once again, it's out of my control. I'm, I'm resting in our Lord and Savior to obviously make this whole thing, obviously uh, be corrected. But the thing is this, though. We are at peace for a simple reason. We're at peace because the reality is that, um, you know, our bodies are equipped to heal. This is where, like, Dr. Whitney and I have no doubt in our, in our minds that our bodies are equipped to heal. And for that reason, we don't sit there and try to control things that are out of our control. Uh, one of the things that are our control is, like, do I get, if I get exposed to the coronavirus, do I, you know, do I get it? How does my body react? The reality is this for years, for decades now, for about 10 years since I reported to chiropractic school in January of 2010, uh, I decided that I was going to start living differently. So I've been taking care of my body. And this is the five essentials we talked about in the past. If you're just joining us, uh, we, we teach people five things that they need to take care of in order to be as healthy as possible. One of the top things is your mindset. Your mindset, if you're a negative Nancy, you hate the world, you hate everybody around you, you're probably going to be sick quite a bit. And you're probably going to create disease in your body. Sadly enough, some of you, you're either laughing because you know somebody like this, um, or some of you actually, you are that person. So you're not laughing. You're like, yeah, he's describing me to a T. The reality 
is this though you gotta take care of your mindset uh, my mental health is super important uh, if you don't believe it in your head it's gonna happen you don't believe it is possible guess what you're right it's not gonna happen if you believe it's going to happen guess what you're right it's gonna happen but mindset we've been taking care of our minds reading things that are uplifting things that are uh wholesome things that are actually giving us life not death right we spent the last decade or so working out you know pretty regularly drinking really good quality water we're uh, obviously taking a really good quality supplements you know we talked about them week in and week out multivitamin vitamin c vitamin a selenium zinc i mean if i if i keep naming them we'll be on here for three hours straight right so we're taking care of that we have detox i've detoxed my body numerous times in the last 10 years. So I, I'm, I'm currently on a daily detox that I'm removing. I'm utilizing the BioArray daily detox. Uh, I'm removing toxins that obviously have been building up in my body, not only from, you know, being in Iraq and in, in, in the Middle East during the war, uh, not only from all the, obviously, the immunizations that I got from the military, which there there is some, uh, obviously, some research showing that there are some preservatives in there that may not be the best thing for your body, right? So, like, I've detoxed, uh, uh, obviously, mindset, exercise, drinking good water, get adjusted. I get my spine adjusted. I used to have back pain, knee pain, hip pain. None of that do I have anymore. I'm actually older, so I should actually be more decrepit and more broken, but I'm not because I've been taking care of my body. So the reality is this, Dr. Whitney and I are at peace because we know our bodies were not created in the image of junk. Our, our bodies were created in the image of Christ, right? And in the image of God. So our bodies are meant to heal. I can live at peace, especially after the more and more data. I'm going to be sharing some data with you guys. More and more data that comes out about the coronavirus, uh, we're seeing, yes, of course, there are people that are vulnerable, people that are very, very at risk that, that obviously would die if they get it. And I get that. And this is, once again, this is close to home. Uh, this past week, we, we had a patient of ours, her sister ended up passing away. So this is where it's, it's really, really sad. But nonetheless, the reality on the other side is that there's over 99% survival rate. People that actually get exposed to it um, for sometimes don't even know they have it. So they don't even have the symptoms. So the reality is this. We're at peace for that reason. We know that our bodies were created to heal. We know that our bodies are created to function and do exactly what God prepared it to do, which is fight infection, fight disease, right? When it's your time to go home, you will go home. So that's why we're at peace. And it's not that we're not worried. Yeah, we worry about the... I'm actually truly wor more worried about the economy and what's going to happen than the coronavirus infecting me or my family. If it does, the body is going to fight it like it fought every other virus that I've had since I was a kid, right, uh, for the most part. So the, the reality is that that's, that's what we're at peace. And the thing is this, though. Last week, I was going to talk about isolation, and I know I touched on it like a couple weeks ago, and, you know, isolation and what that does you know to your body and the depression and the fact that you don't have fellowship I actually had a lady uh one of our patients this week come in and she was literally almost in tears like she's like my husband tells me all the time it's gonna be okay we, we're Christians we're believers uh it's gonna be just fine you know I mean yeah some things may look a little starky for a little while the economy may take a dump for a little while but at the end of the day Everything's going to be okay, right? But she's like, I know that. I psychologically know that, but I still worry. I worry about my grandchildren. And I'm like, girlfriend, you need fellowship. You need other people. You haven't seen your people in, in, that, that you go to church with in a while. You need to pick up the phone right now and call the closest person to you that you have not seen in a while and just talk to them. If it's a sister in Christ, call her uh, that, that you're obviously from, you go to a group, small group with her at church or whatever, call her and just check up on them and share with, the, with her 
If you, if you listening right now, share with your friends, like, are you worried? What are you worried about? What are you mad about? What are you ticked off about? Talk about it. Get it off your chest, right? But the isolation part that I was going to touch upon this week is the fact that the immune system, uh, uh, it's, it doesn't benefit from being isolated. And it's not just in the fact that, you know, depression, anxiety, cortisol levels go up, any of that. It's also from the fact that you're not being exposed to microbes that you will develop immunity to. And this is where, and I know the press address the nation obviously has been addressing the nation a lot more than any other president has because of this pandemic but uh yes herd immunity and people have heard it people talked about it positively negatively the one thing that i know based on research is that herd immunity uh you know has to infect quite a bit of people which is what is actually happening right now uh more and more people obviously are being infected uh, more of those people that are being infected are actually uh, in, in fairly decent, good health. They're not at risk, so their immune system is boosting. And, and obviously, I'll talk about the the couple articles that came out regarding you know Santa Clara County and LA County, and more people having uh, obviously. The, the coronavirus testing positive for it, even though they don't believe they were exposed. So now there's uh, potential for it having been in, you know, uh, uh, a, a flu shot in the past, whatever have you. So at the end of the day, though, the reality is that when you isolate, you do take away the opportunity for the body to be exposed to it and develop a natural immune immunity to it, an acquired immunity that happens when you are exposed to virus. So this is where uh, I'll, I'll be traveling here in the next segment. I do got to take a quick break right now. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook, Full, uh, Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on Instagram, also Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us by searching AskDrJuan.com uh, uh, on Google. That'll come up. You can also search Living the Full Life Podcast on iTunes uh, and the, via podcast that's going to come up. You can download this show or any other show we've done in the past. So I want to welcome you back. On the previous segment, I'm talking today about coronavirus, isolation, and immunity, and not just necessarily the isolation and immunity relationship between people that are isolated, they become depressed. Their immune system gets depleted because obviously the uh, cortisol levels are going up and you have more sugar in your body, X, Y, and Z, right? I'm talking more uh, about a secondary effect, a secondary side effect that happens from being isolated. And being isolated uh, does not allow you the opportunity to get exposed to not just the coronavirus. And I'm talking about this very uh, fundamental, rudimentary, um, actual exposure to pathogens for you to develop actual immunity. So this is what a lot of the experts right now, this is not just me kind of thinking out loud here. I, I'm, I'm, you know, got a few experts that I read their, their research. I read their articles. Uh, doc, Dr. Wikowski, uh, he's a professor and this guy is pretty super intelligent, more intelligent than like probably all of us listening right now put together. But this guy talks about the fact that the problem with, us isolating right now and staying away from everybody once again and one i want to make sure i say this out loud so you don't say oh well dr juan said x y and z listen if you are at risk if you are in a nursing home if you have a uh, immune compromised immune system like my mom like people that are very close to me that i love like okay i get it follow the guidelines right wear the mask when you go out in public wash your hands all the time all the stuff we've been talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks right but the thing is this though uh, he talks about this doctor uh, who's a bio 
epigenetics. This guy has a bunch of titles. I'm not even going through them and waste of time trying to explain them. He's a very credible source. He's an instructor at a pretty uh, prestigious university out west. The, the guy's pretty intelligent. And the the thing he says, the one of the backfires that we are literally putting ourselves uh, into right now is the fact that when you are not being exposed to and having that, you know, asymptomatic um, that low level symptomatology style reaction when you get exposed to coronavirus is that now you're literally shutting down herd immunity. Herd immunity, once again, there's been a couple comments about it, whether it's positive or negative. That's the way, to, to be truly honest, the, the reality is this in the history of immunology, in the history of the body healing, in the history of like just biology, study of the human body, <laughs> the reality is that that's how we've actually gotten it over the seasonal common cold. You know that common cold that comes around? Not the flu, the flu also, but the flu, the common cold, all those come around and then all of a sudden about 20, 30, 50% of the population gets it. Some people are really, really bad and some people are actually okay, they have a little bit of nausea, diarrhea, the next day they can go to work, right? So that that person becoming immune, therefore their immune response, uh, you know, allows them to not no longer be infectious, right? So then they don't pass it on to other people. And maybe if they do, it's kind of attenuated, X, Y, and C, etc. But the reality is this, though, the problem with Dr. Witzkowski, uh said it out of his mouth is the problem is that we're right now because it's isolation and lack of uh, herd immunity that we're not developing, this sets us up literally directly for a second wave to come in the fall this is think about this this way do you really want to be on quarantine shut down and everything else has happened and of course this is the first time it's happened in the history of our country and of course like this is the measures that needed to be taken because we don't know how bad this thing was going to be got it obviously states are coming uh coming back online people are opening up businesses are opening back up but the thing is this though this doctor says that because of this right now we are setting ourselves up for a potential second wave in the fall. And now you're talking about taking away not only schools and everything, you're talking about taking away Christmas, taking away Thanksgiving. And I'm not trying to uh, fear monger here. I'm just looking at the data. This is where the isolation and immune system relationship is really important, not more, more so than the fact that it causes, you know, at the individual level, cortisol, you know, rising and depression and anxiety, but more so on the herd immunity level it is not allowing people's bodies to be exposed to this thing so they can develop immunity and then move on to the potential next less severe virus out there. So I got to take a quick break here, folks. You are listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO, Dayton's Season Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. Also, you can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can also find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. Press option two, team is standing by, ready to answer your questions about this topic or any other topic we covered in the past. Uh, also, you can find us on Instagram and a few other uh, ways as well. So uh, just getting back here uh, from breaking on the first few segments, I've been talking about isolation and, of course, the, the side effect of the immunity that that happens from isolating people. Uh, and, you know, before I was talking about it, fundamentally, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I believe, or even last week, I talked about it very quickly about fundamentally just putting people in isolated uh, 
positions puts their immune system in a position to not be able to fight as good. But the second side effect that um, a lot of experts right now are warning against is the fact that you're not able to truly develop herd immunity. And I know that some of you might know what that is. Some of you might not. It, it, herd immunity is basically when your body's exposed to uh, a lot of people's bodies are exposed to a virus or a common cold or a flu, and they develop immunity. And by, by the time that that season or that flu or that cold has happened, everybody is generally speaking immune to it for the most part, about 80% of the population. Then that strain of that actual pathogen is no longer uh, as infectious as it would be. So uh, Dr. Uh, Wit- Witkowski warns against the fact that because of the uh, isolation and a stay-at-home order and all the you know quarantining that people are doing that um, we are now susceptible to having a second wave of this actual COVID-19 happening in the fall because we have not developed um, actual herd immunity. And yes, I know there's a part of that that's sort of insensitive when you think about it. So, well, what are you suggesting, Dr. Wanda? We just go full bore and open everything up and, you know, expose people that are vulnerable. And that's not what I'm saying at all. And I don't believe this what this doctor is saying. Uh, what I do what I do believe he's saying is the fact that those who are more vulnerable would be isolating and self-quarantining while allowing all the other people who are going to have less uh, you know, grave side effects and they're going to be, uh, you know, more milder symptoms, those people to actually go on with life, go ahead and actually develop herd immunity and in turn protect those people once again that are vulnerable. Because if once you are immune to it and you're no longer infectious, you can come around a person that, um, you know, is, is vulnerable and they'll be okay for the most part because literally the immune system has taken care of that pathogen or that virus already. And I'm not just talking about coronavirus. I'm just talking about immunology, period, right? So this is one of those things. And one of the biggest um, eye-opening things that's happening right now, um, you know, other countries are, are, are basically putting this thing to a test. So uh, Sweden right now, uh, yes, there are their schools are still going, uh, shops and restaurants and everything are still going. Of course, yeah, it's slower because people are highly encouraged to stay home. But if they're okay and they're asymptomatic and they don't believe they have it, if they're not in that category, that population that may be actually affected that you know to a very very high detriment rate uh those people are encouraged like listen go on with your life like it's okay you're gonna get some mild symptoms and then life's gonna be fine so this is what sweden is doing right now um you know uh some some of the world stage uh, other countries are looking down on sweden for it some other people are kind of praising them at the end of the day though i can tell you this um their economy is obviously still going not full bore, but the, the thing is this, though, is better than being completely shut down. So that's the experiment they're doing. Obviously, we'll see how it works out. Uh, but the reality is that uh, even further, like there is a New York Times article. And, of course, <laughs> your views on uh, the, the, the sources that I'm using, I'm just uh, giving you information that I've obviously filtered to through my, my education. And right now, based on what, you know, some of the media's outlets are putting out, whether it's newspapers or TV or whatever have you, um, the New York Times talked about the fact that in Santa Clara County and also Los Angeles County, uh, the estimates were off of the people that actually were infected. This means that more people are actually infected than ever expected before, which then 
would dramatically decrease the the probability or the death rate of the actual virus. So basically, what they're finding out is that some strains uh, of this testing uh, of this virus have been coming up positive, and yes, there's could be potential false positives x y and z we get into that whole discussion later uh if you want to discuss that you can call me directly and we can talk about it but the reality is this though um the right now the testing that they're doing they believe is for COVID 19 that's the strain and you know it's very hard with the antibodies and everything so you got to get something that's obviously pretty credible and accurate but right now based on the testing that they did they're saying well a lot more people have this virus, the antibodies for it, than we ever expected before, meaning that a lot more people are infected than the current 700 or 800,000, whatever the number is up to right now. So meaning that out of those 800,000, the people that have died once again, and I'm not taking the death of people lightly, and this very heartbreaking. I had a, one of my patients once again, I said uh, her sister passed away from this. So it's not, it's not something to be chuckling at or diminishing the meaning of this, but the reality is though, the death rate that was utilized uh, in the model to shut down and make all these uh, unprecedented changes in our country uh, might have been a little bit uh, inflated. And this is where people are protesting now and people are out there just really frustrated because their bodies and their their minds have been affected and their pocketbooks and their lives and their restaurants and their businesses and Everything has been affected negatively for the most part. And I get it. Yes, 1,000%. We did what we had to do to actually protect those who are vulnerable, right? But the reality is this, though. Uh, experts are coming out, once again, that are way smarter than any of us put together that are saying, well, mathematically and looking at the way the body behaves and immunity and virology and all these things, right now we're seeing that. Um, we could have done this a lot uh, uh, in, a, in a very different way that, clearly would have been possibly more conducive to the actual economy and to our country. So this is the argument this is why places like Colorado, Kentucky, all these places, people are protesting even here in, in, in Ohio at the Capitol, uh, uh, you know, in Columbus, because the reality is people are starting to realize, like, look, you guys blew this out of proportion, uh, it looks like right now. So right now I'm frustrated because I lost my job, I'm laid off, or I can't afford my bills. I, whatever have you, people are frustrated. And that's the reason why, because the data was looked at under a certain microscope. That's exactly why the Surgeon General and even President Trump threw it out the window and said, we're no longer using the models that Dr. Fauci and Dr. Bricks actually had. We're going to use some real live data because we now have it. And based on the real live data, is telling us that you know the, the actual infection rate is going down like in New York right now the actual the peak has happened and it's starting to come down so this is where right now there's that's a lot to talk about and I'm not trying to get into any of those debates right now the, the reality is this though there is a there's a un, unwanted side effect behind the actual isolation of people and the unwanted side effect is that you're taking away the the uh, the immune system's ability to develop actual natural immunity. And this is the thing. So I want to I describe, and I'm, I'm trying to be, and this is what one of my patients uh, said, hey, Dr. Juan, last week you were talking about hemoglobin and, oh, this was a little over my head, and I apologize. Uh, once again, I just get very fired up because when there is new information out about what can be done to save somebody's life, I, I take that very serious, and that's why I interrupted this topic that I was going to talk about last week, and I spoke about that. If it, it, could, if it literally saved somebody's life, I'm so thankful for that, and it's a huge blessing 
blessing for that person and the family. And if you guys know of somebody that, hey, you know, we heard that guy on the radio and he talked about that. And it's not, I'm, I don't want to take credit by any means. I, I want the credit to go to Dr. Uh, Kyle Seidel because he's the one that actually opened his mouth. I'm not a respiratory therapist. I'm not an ICU doctor. Uh, but I just really regurgitated and passed the message on to you guys. So that's the reason why. But um, at the end of the day, I want you guys to to understand that there's two ways for you to actually have immunity. And I know I've talked about how to boost your immune system with, you know, nutrition and water and, you know, sleeping and everything else we talked about. But the one thing that I didn't really touch on is the fact that there's two ways your immune system works. Um, and it has two, two lines of defense in the sense of one of them is natural or innate, meaning that you were born with it. Uh, you, you get it, obviously, when you're born. And examples of these, uh, you know, immune system barriers that actually protect you are things like the skin, uh, mucus that, you know, obviously you spew out whenever you have an allergy or you have a cold or the flu or whatever, uh, your acid in your stomach. So your stomach's supposed to be acidic, about a pH of two. Um, that, that is also another way that your body uh, protects you. That's another one of those immunities, right? Um, you know, uh, your microbiome in your gut. So when you eat food and it gets to your digestive tract, your probiotic microbiome, that is also part of your immune system. That's what we say 70 to 80% of your immune system resides in your gut because that the gut actually touches the outside of the world. If you really think about it, the food goes in your mouth as an open uh, orifice and then it comes out of the other end uh, when it's the waste and then you defecate, right? But the microbiome is also another line of defense for the immune system. So inflammation is another um, line of defense, and that's the, the blood that rushes to an area when there's a bad guy, a pathogen, or something is actually broken. And, and that's where, like, white blood cell leukocytes, neutrophils, dendritic cells, all these things show up, right? So this is the immune system that is innate or naturally occurring in your body um, when, when you're born. And then there's an acquired... Um, actual immune system and this is where the whole discussion right now is about hey there's no vaccination there's not be a vaccination for like 18 months what do we do you can have acquired immune system through a couple of different means you get exposed to a pathogen like coronavirus uh the body kills it then it creates these things called antibodies which is what people are testing for right now to see if you have the antibodies to see if you've actually had it and beat it and now you're immune to it right so the acquired immune system you can a be exposed to the actual pathogen itself like the flu the cold or coronavirus or b you can be injected with the immunization and this is a very hot topic and this is i'm not trying to discuss immunizations and vaccines right now but right now um the reality is that people are actually vaccinating uh, you know like people vac get vaccinated for different things right in, in current america right vaccinating their kids themselves with the 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 flu vaccine is one of the, the hottest topics right now because it's believed that the flu vaccine has strains of coronavirus in it and that's why these people in santa clara and all these other places are actually coming up positive uh for covid19 so it's not as um it's not as you know as rare as they were thinking but the reality is that acquired immunity can happen by you being exposed to the pathogen and developing an antibody to it, or it can happen by you 
getting injected. And this is where, once again, then the, the floor falls off right here, the bottom falls out because people are going to say, oh, I believe in vaccines, I hate vaccines, whatever have you, right? All I say is this, whether you're pro or against, just do the research and get educated. Uh, we're going to be having an event in our office uh, once the world gets back to a new normal, I guess forward, and I don't want to be looking backwards, I'm going to be looking forward to a new normal, and we can actually have gatherings whenever that is. If not, we're going to do it online, whatever have you. But we're going to have a, a, a an actual... Uh, you know, webinar about vaccinations and immunity and how the body actually is supposed to work. And, you know, things like, for example, right now, it's plenty of research out there that points out that the fact that the strain for the flu vaccine is usually um, not as accurate as they want it every year. And number two, that there's a less than 10% uh, probability they're going to get it right. And that, uh, and that's 10% effective. And this is where I've seen some research saying that, uh, the people that are having the hardest time are the people that have actually had the flu vaccine. So once again, I'm just going off of the research, but the reality is this, though. Your acquired immune system has to acquire the actual virus somehow for you to fight it. So either A, you get the actual virus is going around, or B, you get a vaccination. There's no vaccination, so the only way that you can actually become immune to it right now is by being exposed to it. Your immune system fights it. It creates antibodies. Now your immune your immune system it remembers it through T cells and B cells, memory B cells, and they'll remember it for the rest of your life. If COVID-19 shows up again, it kills it. This is the part where it's alarming because Dr. Uh, Wachowski is talking about is the fact that because we're not developing this acquired immunity by being exposed to it and creating essentially herd immunity, the herd of all the people will be immune to this. Now you're risking potentially having this thing come back when it gets cold again and wreaking havoc upon our country again, not only health-wise, but also financially. That's the issue that he's talking about. But right now, I'm out of time. I got to take a quick break here. You're listening to twelve uh, Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Daisies and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Live the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. Once again, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. Also find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us on iTunes via podcast. You search Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan and download every radio show we've done in the past. Also, you can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. Press option 2. Team is standing by. Ready to answer your questions about this topic or any other topic we've covered in the past. As always, want to welcome you back. Thanks for listening week in and week out for those diehard listeners, which is awesome. Some of them are my patients. Some of them are not. Some of them live too far away to listen uh, to come to our office, but at least listen every week, which is awesome. So been talking about coronavirus. I've been talking about coronavirus. Not only that, I've been talking about the coronavirus and also the immune system and isolation and how that actually uh, has a you know unwanted side effect um, because of people not developing herd immunity. And I know some scientists are like, "Oh no, that's a bad idea. A lot more people would have died." X, Y, and Z. Uh, other countries like Sweden are actually trying this method out. Um, obviously, uh, we got to see what happens with that. But at the end of the day, uh, nonetheless. The acquired immunity is what everybody's focusing on right now. So uh, not that I'm, you know, 
uh, just trying to stir the pot any. But the reality is this right now, they're the biggest the biggest challenge right now is that there's no vaccine. And even if there was a vaccine, the question I want to ask you is this. Would you be the first one in line to sign up to get it? So a uh, vaccine by people that actually make them that are like super intelligent that do all that stuff right uh, the virologists have said that it's actually very very tough if we create it it's going to be very very tough to actually match it to be able to kill that virus and have it not infect the cell so that's actually really really tough for us to develop so it's 12 to 18 months at absolute minimum but then now the question is this when you rush a vaccine to market and to get it out to the people for the greater good as they say right uh, the reality is this, though. You bypass a lot of the testing that actually makes it safe and effective, which is the, obviously the, 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 the slogan that, that's been thrown around for quite some time. It's, hey, they've been proven safe and effective, this and the other, right? So that right now, you may be potentially bypassing some safety studies that are necessary to make sure that it's actually safe and effective, and it's not going to cause any more harm than good. Kind of like, hey, let's isolate everybody. Let's go ahead and uh, quarantine everybody, and let's go ahead and do all these things, which obviously the governors and the, and the, the president had the best intentions in mind, right? They, they, they looked at the data they had at the time. They did the best they could with what they had, right? But right now it's kind of backfired. It's backfired, but people right now are realizing, like, look, I'm going bankrupt. I'm, I'm losing my business. I'm losing my house, X, Y, and C. Like, we need to do something quick. That's why there's a lot more pressure being put on uh, the governments and the governors of different states like Texas and all these other places that have actually said, hey, you know, we're going to stay open. And I believe the press, the governor of South Dakota t took a different complete stance on this. But at the end of the day, though, the, the biggest challenge right now is is the actual is the actual solution, alleged solution worse than the actual problem itself. That's the question you got to ask yourself. And that's where I highly encourage you. Do the research. There's plenty, plenty of research out there that that shows the safe and effectiveness of the flu shot, uh, the 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 10%, you know, effectiveness. So these are the same companies and the same people that are going to be putting this stuff together, uh, you know, that may be very very good and actually work, and may not actually work at all, and make you worse than you were before. So and then once again, this is it's not a secret that vaccinations have preservatives in them. These preservatives obviously do have uh, some some you know potential toxicity uh, side effects in your in your body. So these are all the things you need to consider when you're looking at what the viable option is for us to get out of this pandemic right now. So right now, I know countries like Sweden and a few other countries that are trying this experiment of just hey, let's just try to develop herd immunity and go on with life, and you stay home if you're actually sick. If not, uh, come back to work and let's make this thing happen. So we got it. We got just observe and see right now nobody has the answer but i'm gonna say this right now uh if your lord and savior is uh, is a human being that's gonna develop something for you to continue living a really really unhealthy lifestyle uh you're probably gonna suffer during the next pandemic i'm just gonna go ahead and call you out and say that right now uh if you're if you're putting your hope and prayer in a human getting something absolutely completely right then by all means go ahead and trust that I know one thing. I know my body was created to heal. And once again, in the beginning of the show, I said I was at peace for a reason. God did not create junk. The body can heal. Thousands upon thousands of people have proven that by the fact that they've actually gotten the virus, they've recovered, and they're going on with their lives. So at the end of the day, 
you got to make your choice. You got to make your bed and sleep in it. Uh, you got to do the research and don't don't be ignorant and don't be uh, flipping in the sense of saying, oh, I'm just going to trust whatever they tell me and go from there. Do the research. Be an adult. Uh, like I say every single week, be an adult. Do the research. And, and once again, and that's from the place of love and compassion because that's what I would want my mom to do. My mom was one of those people that's going ah, to just take it at face value and just take it for what it is. You know, they have the best intentions in their heart. Uh, just remember, uh, there could be agendas out there that you may or may not know. And that's the part that where you got to do due diligence and do the best thing you can for your family and yourself. So I want to thank you guys for joining me today. Once again, a hot topic is right off the press. Obviously, all the things that's going on. Uh, you guys have a blessed weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dayton Season Talk. Broadcasting from the McAfee Eating and Air Studios, WHIO Dayton, WHIO-FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.